I hit you back in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I don't play tag, bitch, I bend it. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. This is Chris. This is Doyen, a.k.a. Cancer Season back, y'all. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Listen, you had a chance to be this extra about your season and you didn't. So don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I am not extra about my season. I mean, it just mm. is what it is. But Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, what's been going on? Um, so I came to a very rude awakening yesterday. Uh-oh. I hate rude awakenings. It was so rude. So I went out, you know, to my patio garden to, you know, check out my plants. And I had, like, you know, a tomato that was getting red, and I was really excited about it, and some other green tomatoes. I got out there, and them bitches was gone. <laughs> oh, done and i'm like and i like googled it and they're like yeah animals will come and steal your shit but the funny thing about it is they didn't steal the cherry tomatoes they never mess with the cherry tomatoes but they just take your whole ass tomatoes because i'm bitches smart (laughs) i bet it's like a cute raccoon my fellows are so hurt (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I was so excited to go pick out my tomato, make my salsa. No, it's gone. <laughs> so you live on the ground floor? Yeah. Oh, hey, it may be a neighbor. <laughs> I'm trying to think that it's animals and not people. It probably is, though. It's probably like a cute raccoon. Like, hmm, this looks tasty. Fuck that raccoon. But you know, you can always pick it while it's still green and bring it inside and let it ripen you can yeah yeah i have one i gotta go pick them because we ain't doing that shit again (laughs) yeah you can pick them and bring them inside set them in like your window seal like do you have a window in your kitchen Mm -mm. i live in a cave um (laughs) or you can just sit them on the counter because i think i think we used to just sit them on the counter you can just sit on the counter Mm -hmm. and i'll ripen not as fast if they don't have, you know, sunlight, but they're ripen. Yeah. Otherwise, um, this weekend I had a birthday photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. It was a special summit's birthday is Thursday this week. <laughs> and... <laughs> a special summer. <laughs> so by the time you hear this podcast episode, go ahead and wish me happy birthday because it will be it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then Sunday, I went to a Beyonce brunch. So I learned that, like, Dallas brunch different. So it was a lot of okay. 30 to 40-somethings. And, um, for instance, before I let go came on, everybody's like, hey, hey, sitting down. Ain't nobody get up to dance. <laughs> Everybody's okay. just hype, sitting down, though, like. I'm like, Atlanta is just looking at us with so much shame right now. 
But you know, when I see people like brunching and like people are up dancing, I don't know. It looks weird to me. <laughs> I was just so disappointed, but it was really good. Um, it was funny because there was a place I would just be really irritated if I'm trying to eat and somebody's popping <laughs> in my face. <laughs> well, it was a place that like doesn't really do brunch, but they decided to have Beyonce brunch. Um, the only brunch food they had was chicken and waffles. And then drink specials, they have okay. watermelon mimosas. So I was like, this is racist as fuck, you guys. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and then I had a blue IV mimosa, which was just like a regular okay. mimosa with a cruisine in it. So it was blue. It was okay. Okay. It was extra oh. sugar for me. Okay. <laughs> but it does. I agree. Like when I see people on, um, like in my stories or, you know, whatever on my timeline, and they're at brunch. For one, I know they're in Atlanta, and they seem to be having like the time of their lives. Like I always like, I want to go. Dallas ain't that. We just we just sit there and fake get hype while sitting down. <laughs> my kind of party. <laughs> um, so what are you drinking tonight, or what else has been um, going on? I've been watching Good Thoughts, and I started Big Will. Well, I've been watching Big Will Vice, but. Has it picked um, up for you yet? I'm just like, there's a lot of mystery oh. and I don't even know what the mystery is about. <laughs> so this is one thing that I've noticed like between me and my friends when it comes to television watching. And this may not fit you. This just may be this particular, you know, instance. I really like story building and I like world building and most of I just realized most of my friends don't. They're like, this is taking forever. It's dragging. But I like world building. Like I, mm. I like it. I'm just Why are you to get looking at me like street? that? That's all. Oh Lord. She listen. I am telling you, ooh, after last night's episode, oh, I wanted to smack her in her face <laughs> and then hug her and tell her I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. I love a good passive aggressive Meryl. Um, <laughs> as far as what I'm drinking, literally I Google like two ingredient recipes. So I am drinking the Greyhound and it's basically vodka and grapefruit juice. I realized that um, gas stations don't carry grapefruit juice. So I had to go to a grocery store. <laughs> oh, you know what? They have that that super sweet ass cocktail like that nothing. grapefruit ruby red shit which i like i mean well i used to like it's really too sweet for me to drink now but nothing. that's all nothing. i've ever seen at gas stations but i um, went to the grocery store and got me um, some grapefruit juice oh how's um, your week been everything pretty good i've been catching up i've been dealing with uh there's a leak in my house there's a leak in the soul building <laughs> in my soul. I mean, I was just saying. Oh, I didn't mean to start it again. <laughs> but we yeah, to finish it up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, am I the only one who like likes to drink wine and listen to gospel music? And then I feel guilty. But then it's like, but it's so good. I don't know how I got like in that trap 
Like I was listening to music and cleaning up and drinking wine and cleaning up and drinking wine doesn't mix. I always end up sitting down and then just drinking wine. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, so any of you who are Apple music users, you know that when you like create a station, like one of those radio stations, they're notorious for throwing in a song that doesn't fit the station at all. <laughs> so then I got like, <laughs> I got, I fell into this Mississippi Mass Choir like wormhole, and it was just, <laughs> it was amazing. But I was drinking wine and singing gospel, and I didn't. I mean, Jesus turned water to wine, so what's the big deal? But I did feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Anywho, there was the other day I searched something in my Spotify. And two things came up. It came up with the heathen music I wanted to listen to, and then also <laughs> like a gospel song. So I just kept hopping back between the two of them because I was like, I want to hear both. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. But other than that, everything's been fine. Um, it's been storming here like crazy. Same. And speaking of our patio garden. Got home today, looked outside, and again, again, the soil has been washed away from the pepper plant. Not the pepper plant. The pepper plant's fine. The spearmint plant. Now, the peppermint plant, we went ahead and, you know, did a home going. But the spearmint, I I just, I really think I'm going to have to get a bigger pot. That's all I can guess. But I didn't take a picture, but the soil is just washed away and I don't understand why. But I still have a whole nother bag of potting soil. So that'll work for that. But I still need to get another pot. And that's not going to happen until probably Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if Spearman's going to make it, but we'll pray. Mm-hmm. So tonight I'm drinking. I am on a two ingredient recipe as well. Y'all, I'm late to the party, but I'm here. I have fallen in love with Jameson. I don't know why I've never had Jameson before. My friends like Jameson. They talk about it all the time. So Jameson and Coke. And it's lovely. I recommend it to everyone. And that's it. You're such a late Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how I, I I really don't know how I really don't especially the way especially the way like Robin and Sean love Jameson and talk about it all the time even the way rappers talk about Jameson I don't know how I have not tried it I but anyway it's good <laughs> it is so smooth like I messed around the first the I bought this bottle like a few nights ago. It was the middle of last week. And I messed around and got like kind of drunk on a work night <laughs> because it's so smooth. I didn't realize how much I was drinking. And yeah. You do damn well for that. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, this is delicious. Poor, poor, poor. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> whatever <laughs> adults need <sighs> drinks <laughs> i saw a meme today that was like 
<laughs> when you reach a certain age, you don't have to set your alarm clock because your troubles wake <laughs> you up automatically. <laughs> and it's funny because it's sad and true. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, so we said we we're going to do something new on the pod, and we are. So we're going to start shouting out our reviewers um, up at the beginning because it seemed like a good place to fit it in. <laughs> so the first one. <laughs> one shot. I got trigger hat. <laughs> it's fine. Basically, they named it My Weekly Poor by Alpha Review. And they said, these ladies are hilarious. Their southern accents are delicious. And I've been learning so many drinks. And I was like, oh, he thinks, or they think I have a southern accent. <laughs> you do. What do you mean? Thank you. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but thank you so much, Alpha Review, oh, and we appreciate that review. I know it was so sweet. Okay. I love, I love any part of me being referred to as delicious. <laughs> I'm such an auntie, <laughs> and I don't mind being called auntie by like you know. Right after we recorded the show. With talking about Gail and them and Oprah and them cutting up. Saw an interview with Kelly Rowland when she was talking about when she met Whitney and how Whitney was telling her, now you call me auntie, I'm auntie Whitney. And I was like, yes, that's how it's supposed to be. We're not getting into that conversation again. We talked about it last week. But anyway, I am a proud auntie. Yeah, one of my youth kids, I told her happy birthday. And she's like, thanks, Miss Doyen. And I'm like... I want to be mad at you for being respectful, but you being respectful, so I can't even do that. <laughs> I would much rather you call me auntie than call me miss whatever, because that does make me feel old. That does make me feel old. At last. Okay, so we're going to move along to our current events. <sighs> I literally said, oh, Bell Callis. That's how you say her name right. I never say it right. Um, somebody said that Bell they tried Calice? to pronounce her name and it felt like they were saying uh, incantation. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was on the read. Uh, anyway, so Cardi B, uh, <laughs> she had some misdemeanors that got upgraded to felony counts. Yeah. Um, I guess she got in a fight with some club and I'm sure we've talked about it before but I forgot. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if we talked about it or not because it was around the same time. See, I could be remembering this wrong because we all know I do that sometimes, but I don't mm. think she, I don't know. Was she the one actually fighting? Yeah, 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 yeah. She had had the baby. She had the baby. It was one of those situations mm. where she, um, like got into it with the girls while she was pregnant and then she waited to have her baby and then she went to collect on that debt but <laughs> but I don't really think we talked about it because it was around the same time that she threw that shoe at Nicki Minaj so I think we focused on that more but all of this happened like around the same time yeah yeah I mean Party. I don't I just want so. I just want good for her. I want her I to stop too. fighting people over offset. I don't and... think I I would like to think that this is in the past and it's just 
it's just one of those cases of the past popping back up to haunt you. I'm hoping, you know what? I'm hoping that this situation teaches her that you have too much to lose now. And when you have money, people are going to go after you in a different way. Because this really could have been over a long time ago. And I feel like the only reason why they keep, why the girls who are suing, I think the only reason why this keeps getting bigger is because they're trying to get more money. I think they're trying to make her settle. Yeah. But I don't know enough about laws and stuff. <laughs> I mean, That's just how I feel. I feel like they're trying to get a check. I've been watching The Good Wife and Good Thoughts, so, you know, I'm a, like, lawyer in my head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but we want Cardi to, like, settle. And please, if you gotta fight, don't let it be over offset. Like, not over offset. <laughs> so this next article is funny it completely changed over the span of when i put it in our notes to now so at first they were guessing that diddy and Lori harvey were engaged yeah (laughs) i was like i said 90 day fiance because you know steve harvey and the 90 day rule (laughs) anyway (laughs) but um (laughs) it's weird because people are like well she said um wife on instagram but like everybody's been making that somebody's joke so <laughs> how right apparently she has like a ring on and so people are like and i guess diddy was like after losing cassie and kim porter he was like um he wouldn't you know he wouldn't make the mistake of said never settling down and marrying somebody after that so um more of losing him but um <laughs> so he said he you know would marry if we found another great woman so people are like oh she gonna be it it's just it's weird to me like i know they're both a consenting adults but he's 49 years old and she's 22 what do y'all have to talk about well and she dated one see i don't there are enough okay so i think i've talked about fame mm-hmm. on here before but uh, I forget the name of her blog now, but she's a blogger that I really do trust because I don't know, she be knowing. So she says that they are mm-hmm. messing around, but they are not publicly dating because she dated his son for a very Damn. long time. Well, not very long time, but long for Hollywood standards. And so they were seen in public together. I mean, she dated his son and they may not care. I mean, I don't know. And if they don't care, yeah. who am I to care? But I just found it weird that that when I first saw that on Instagram that she was engaged to Diddy, I was like, but they're not even yeah. publicly dating. How and why? So I don't know. But anyway, of course, like you said, it. <laughs> she came out and said, mm-hmm. y'all, I am not engaged. And <laughs> and I also and I kind of felt like, okay, first of all, we know Diddy ain't finna marry nobody. But then I turned around and thought, but I don't know. After losing Kim, maybe he, like you know, like you said when he when he said he won't let it slip by again, maybe that's it. I don't know. Anyway, isn't it weird that she has so? <laughs> no, no. Okay, never it. mind. <laughs> because she has Steve Mm -hmm. Harvey's last name and 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like him and Marjorie were married for yeah. that long. It's not like they've been married ever since she was a toddler. But she's smart. She hurried up and gave all her Good kids boy. his last name. Like, I just wish she would teach lessons. That's all I'm saying. That's the one that needs to be teaching lessons. Yeah, Not that's what it's like. She needs to be teaching lessons. But anywho, like, you know, yeah, that, that's your, like total life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, still a market dear. for that. <laughs> oh, um, really? I just wanted to make China jokes. <laughs> I named this um, "Wedding Bells in China Over Great Vagina." <laughs> I got so tickled <laughs> at the fact that we like try to come up with witty titles and no one ever sees our right. witty title. I gotta read it out to But um <laughs> Nicki Minaj and her sex offender boyfriend got a marriage license. <laughs> <laughs> what made me mad was like she was like he was fifteen and she was sixteen. Um, in a relationship, but go off internet. I'm like, I've never seen 15 and 16 year olds get sex offender. You can get sex offender for a lot of shit. And that's why I don't enter that territory yeah. unless I know the story. So I don't, I stay away from it. Now, in the context of what she said, I kind of rolled my yeah. eyes too because that doesn't explain anything away. Yeah to say oh she was 16 she was 15 like it still could have been yeah. something but i don't know what it right. was so i just stay away from that but yeah you can get you can you can get on the sex offender registry for a lot of shit and some of it is yeah. like being naked in weird places right yeah <laughs> or if you or if you are 18 dating a 16 year old yeah you can get on sex offenders so it's like I don't know. I, I just stay away from an. I I stay away from looking at a person in a weird way mm -hmm. unless I know the story. But also, I'm just gonna be cautious about me and my body and those who I am supposed to be in charge of and their bodies. Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, and I think it just carries over from the side eyes we give her over defending her brother. Did she defend her brother? But she still kind of sticks with him. She sticks with him, but I assume that was because he was her brother. Seemed like to me, she yeah. was purposely not saying anything, which I found yeah. kind of weird, but in a way, maybe I guess I understood. Like, yeah. Now her mom defended her mom can't. defended him, like defended yeah. him, but I didn't see her defend him. I mean, to me, I would be like, well, if he did this, then he's wrong. And he deserves yeah. to be punished. I'm still gonna love him, but he's still wrong, and he still deserves to be punished. But yeah, I understand. Like that is your sibling, but yeah. But anyways, apparently, so they went and got a marriage license, which really means that you're married. But right, <laughs> <laughs> she's able to went and got a marriage license. So um, every year, let's stop talking about Nikki. I'm done talking about Nikki. <laughs> no. So did you? I, I know you didn't, so I'm not even gonna ask. But did you happen to catch Queen's Radio? I didn't listen to it. I didn't either, even know where Queen's Radio shows up at. It's on Apple Music. <laughs> I didn't listen or watch because I think it's I think it's video recorded. 
I didn't listen or watch either, but I saw clips mm-hmm. and she. So I'm gonna admit that I did something that I try not to do. Mm-hmm. I convinced myself that Nikki was pregnant. No oh, god. And I try. I try not to do that yeah. because I try to give celebrities the same space that I think all women deserve. <laughs> And it's like, if you are pregnant, you'll tell us on your own time. That's your business. Yeah. And you can gain weight and lose weight as you feel, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Some pictures were showing up and I was like, mm, she pregnant. <laughs> but on the one little clip that I saw, it was her and Trina. And they were talking about, um, she's like, oh, maybe we should get pregnant at the same time. <laughs> and Trina was like. And right, y'all should see Julia's face because that just brings me back to the fact that Nikki is such a bird and she doesn't act like the level of celebrity that she is and it drives me insane <laughs> Trina, Trina kind of looked at her like bitch right, like, <laughs> you know what pregnancy does to your body your <laughs> terrorism <laughs> I'm sure the babies okay. are fine but like <laughs> Oh, child. Okay, now can I go on to the BET Awards? Of course you can. So BET gives me a birthday present that I never want every <laughs> year, which is the BET Awards. It was hilarious because like, I was supposed to be going to bed and people were on Twitter like, it's time for me to go to bed. Like, why isn't this over yet? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so, you know, BET did BET things. Overall, Regina Hall was the host Mary J. Blige was presented with the Lifetime Achievement Award, and Nipsey Hussle's mom accepted his posthumous humanitarian award. But I wanted to go on to the. Do you have any opening comments before I go on to the winners? No, I just I did take some time today, mm-hmm. and because I did not watch it, but also I didn't even know it was on until Twitter was talking about it. So that's weird. <laughs> but I did watch some of the performances yeah. today during lunch. So I watched Lizzo and I liked her performance. Yes. But somebody on <laughs> Facebook who is just, I think he was just uneducated about Lizzo before. But he was like, oh, I knew I loved her when she whipped out that flute. And I was like, me being in band, I'm like, oh, she's going to you know, show down on the flute. She was just doing runs. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, of course, I already knew that she incorporates the flute a lot and she plays the flute because I'm a Lizzo fan and I, too, was in band. But I liked what she did. And I was like, yes, girl, because I was impressed with her airstream. Like, (laughs) I would have, which I mean, I'm sure that she practices Mm -hmm. or whatever to be able to do it It was like she'd been dancing she'd been singing and now she's finna do some little trills because she just did some little trills on the flute but i was like yes pull out that flute represent for all of us black girls in the band (laughs) Uh, i thought it was cute i just didn't realize he just hyped it up to a level that it just wasn't well and i think too that that's because we don't see that you know but i thought it was cute i was like it's funny because i was just watching it she turned around she came out with a flute and i was like where the fuck did she get the flute (laughs) okay i watched it over and over like several times for the same reason but then like i finally saw you see the little Mm -hmm. guy kind of run up with the flute in his hand and hand it to her you have to watch it because i did the same thing i was like 
And I was like, don't take me. I told my coworker, I was like, don't take me to a magic show because I'm be like, how the fuck did that happen? Please explain to me. <laughs> Get distracted by everything else. But yeah. Uh, I watched Cardi mm-hmm. and Offset. I Did you see their performance? I only watched Lizzo. Okay. So they <laughs> perform a mix of press and clout. I don't like press. And are you serious? That's the first Cardi song. Like I just like I don't see it for. I love press. Oh, I love press. It seemed rushed, like, uncompleted. Anyways, oh girl, but press. I you know what? I think the reason why I like it is because I've been waiting for it for a long time because she teased press. Uh, was she pregnant then? I don't know if she was pregnant or she just had the baby, but. See, you, you must not get Fashion Nova ads on your timeline. Yeah. <laughs> <I> get... <laughs> okay. So, the press was a part of a Fashion Nova ad for a long time, but it was just the it was just the press, 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 press. Cardi don't need more press, and that's probably that's all it was. Because mm-hmm. like I've been waiting for it for a long time. But anyway, I was so distracted by the do rags on the guy dancers' heads that I couldn't get into the performance it was weird and they really could have left those do-rags off they were just it was just weird i don't know it it didn't fit i don't know it was weird i don't know if i like your do-rag shame no 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 do-rag shame but it was weird in that it was weird as a part of the costume like all the dancers had on these do-rags but i didn't see how it fit like I didn't see how it fit. And then, like, some of them had the tail out. Some of them had it rolled up. Some of them, it was just, I, I was distracted. I won't, I won't say I didn't like it, but I was very distracted by it. Very. Not here for you, Durag Shame. That's, no, that's not Durag Shame at all. It didn't fit in the show, and I was distracted by it. It always fits. It was like, uh, what? It always fits in the show. I didn't even see it, but still. Anyways. <laughs> oh, I just, okay. I just got what you said. I thought you said, at first I thought you said, he always puts it in his show. And that's why I was looking at you like that. Like, you watch Offset oh, shows? I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I was like, what? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else did I watch. Oh, I watched the little Kirk Franklin med- medley. Well, it wasn't a medley. It was, him and <laughs> it was him and Kelly Price and Erica Campbell and I was just like y'all just really left Tina and I'm so glad <laughs> I'm so glad I'm glad that they like are not tone deaf and they realize we don't want to see right. Tina ever again on stage <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Mary's little mm-hmm. concert I watched her concert and I watched her uh, acceptance mm-hmm. speech. And it was really good, but she, there seemed to be a, she seemed to be disconnected during her performance. Like, when she, even when she first walked out on the stage, she seemed agitated. But I don't know if something was bothering her or if she was just really emotional about the whole moment. And maybe that kind of, I don't, I don't really know, but she took us on a great little trip down memory lane. That was fun. 
Uh, I will give everything I own to Method Man, and I want to have his baby. And so you and a mutual friend posted about him. And I was like, mm, nope, this is where our age difference shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, not that. <laughs> well, Method Man <laughs> is the man. And I was looking at him and I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I know he lays pipe. I know he does. I know he does. <laughs> I was just like, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. But we just have very different. <laughs> I don't think I watched anybody else. I think that was it. I saw well. I saw a little bit of City Girls, and this was just the part that was on Instagram. And Carisha, mm-hmm. the current member, she tweeted, "We killed it" or something like that. But then when I watched the clip, it was like, "No, girl, you look scared." Like, I mean, she did an okay job, but she looked scared. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch that back and be like, "Oh, I crushed it." Like, girl, uh, uh-uh, uh, you look scared. <laughs> Like, so as winners goes ah oh, shit there are a few <laughs> sorry I knocked over my drink you okay? oh shit <laughs> why are you you wasted alcohol carry on carry on <laughs> alright so we're gonna go through um just the winners the major winners and um I have commentary on a few because I'm a shady human Oh, so this actor, uh, Regina King won, which was great. Um, I assumed that she won for if Bill Street did vote, but they didn't show us what the movies they spoke for. But yeah, so that was great. So when it came to best actor, I saw that Michael B. Jordan won. <laughs> and at first I was like, for what movie? Because it better not be Black Panther. <laughs> that honestly is probably like his best acting to me. Because all of his other roles, like, he's not the greatest actor to me, but he did a great job with Killmonger. See, I feel like Killmonger had all the soliloquies. We didn't even ask him. We'd be like, what's the weather outside? And he'd be like, long ago, my family came from... And I was like, no, no, no. Preach! I watched the movie for too long, and he just... At some point, I was like, Killmonger just be talking his ass off for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming he won for Creed 2. <laughs> okay. So we'll leave that at that. Young Stars Award, uh, Marseille Martin won. And hey, hey. her like, impression is going to be the memes and just Yes, because it's just like the one from the show. <laughs> I She's, love her so much. I love her too. Um, best movie was Black Klansman. Um, I agreed with that. I I do like that movie. It was <laughs> when I was watching the movie at some point, it was so much that I was like, oh, I gotta go put some more butter on my popcorn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it was a really good movie movie. Um Spike Lee is shady as fuck. <laughs> and it does tie back around to like everyday life, you know, stuff that white people do. Um, best <laughs> female R&B slash pop artist was Beyonce, which yes. <laughs> yes. Agreed. I did not agree with best male R&B pop artist, especially as being the black Why? entertainment. 
television. The people who were up was Anderson Peck, Bruno Mars, Childish Gambino, Chris Brown, John Legend, Khalid, Khalid, Khalid. Bruno Mars didn't even put out, except for like the random song with Cardi B, he didn't even put out a new album last year, so I didn't feel like he should have been. And which one of these other than and then Anderson had a recent album? More recent Anderson than Bruno. Anderson should have had it. I love me some Anderson. I like him, but his la- his last album was not and it was, what? I just Khalid <laughs> just came out with a new album. I don't I never know how to say yeah, it. Okay, so I don't really listen to him yeah. enough to know, but I know that Anderson's last album just really wasn't that. It was good. I like him. He's great. I didn't really care for the last album, yeah. but I like Bruno. I think I don't have a problem with Bruno winning. Not the way I have a problem when, like, that year Megan Trainer won yeah. everything. Or that year that, what's the other little girl? I forget her name, but she won everything. So. Yeah. Iggy Azalea. Not, not her. Not Iggy. Oh. <laughs> I, I will be very upset if Iggy wins anything. But she wasn't who I was. Um, Tori Kelly. That's what I was trying to think of. The year that she came on. Oh, yeah. She was like basketball artist. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, the year that she came on and tried to win stuff. Yeah, so it's like I'm okay with Bruno. Actually, I would have been okay with anybody in this group. Yeah. Poor John Legend. We don't listen to his shit. <laughs> um, I still listen to his first album. <laughs> Christmas shit. <laughs> oh, he has um, a Christmas album? He just came out with it last year. Oh. See? Um, yeah. Anyways, so best group. I uh Migos is fine, but I really wanted the Carters to win. But I think it's shady that the Carters didn't win best group, but Beyonce still won best artist. <laughs> because man like Beyonce didn't even come out with an album by herself <laughs> and they were like we're giving this to Beyonce <laughs> but they didn't but even honestly, put out a for best hip hop I mean did she not she carries that album <laughs> I'm just saying say, don't y'all gotta stop making me stand up for Jay-Z but I'm just saying he wasn't even in best hip hop but she was in best R&B and they were in best group and they didn't win best group <laughs> Listen, I love Jay-Z. I loved him pre-Beyonce. I had a huge crush on him pre-Beyonce. I am a Jay-Z fan, but Beyonce carried that album. <laughs> and I'm sorry. And as much as a Jay-Z fan that I am, I want Beyonce about herself. I don't necessarily want to hear a whole album of them together. Like, yeah. I've I slightly feel cheated. I know we've had this conversation before, but I'm waiting on my reparations from Beyonce. I wasn't happy about the So Happy We're Together album. I wasn't really happy about it, (laughs) but I did it. I showed up. It's just funny because, like, I went to New Orleans, and you could tell that the whole stadium was more of a Beyonce fan than Jay-Z because, like, Jay-Z would come out and we sit down. Well, now I will say this with the on the run, whichever one was on HBO, that's the one that I saw. I can't remember if that's one or two, but I wrapped all the Jay Z parts. Like, 
I, w- I would enjoy an on the run type concert, but I want my Beyonce album. I <laughs> I don't need him on the album. Yeah. But I'm like, I am not pushing Beyonce for an album because I don't even have Beyonce tour money right now. So I'm like, take your time, sis. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. You know what? Take care of those squids. I don't have the money for this right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you know she's not gonna give us an album without a tour yeah and i ain't got money for that best collaboration i was kind of in about all this yeah i kind of like please me but um travis scott and drake won sicko mode now please me when we talk about what was the other song oh press like you said it sound rushed and not finished please me is it's not mastered well it's not mixed well at all I mean, I guess it did what it came to do, but but girl, uh, Sicko Mode, that was the song of the year for 2018. I'm I sorry. Don't know that song. <laughs> so, okay. You know me. I listen to NPR. I, I am. <laughs> Doyen, I too listen to NPR. Also, Sicko Mode okay. is my shit. Like, the... You know, I rarely put anything on my IG stories, but like the other night when I couldn't sleep and I put that post like can't sleep and it was a little girl with the little in the bed. So you don't, you didn't see it. Anyway, the song that I played on there was sicko mode, but like that was definitely the song of the summer. I, I could have, I really could have bought any of those songs winning for best collaboration honestly you wish what with city girls and cardi b oh, okay i couldn't i couldn't hear you but yeah that would have been a good one but, too okay so best new artist was little baby which today my my younger co-worker explained to me the difference between little baby and the baby i knew about the baby i knew yeah. he fought people but i i didn't know anything about little baby so he taught me a little bit i only know like a couple of little yeah. baby songs i don't but you know, whatever. Right now, I feel like it's real popular to like hate Atlanta rappers right now. <laughs> <laughs> but if, like, yeah, like people are like, oh, Atlanta rappers are trash. They're mumble rappers, blah, 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 blah. They're clearly doing something right. So somebody said about the baby, <laughs> they were like, you should know not to mess with a nigga that smile with all his teeth. <laughs> Smile with their teeth. <laughs> he really does smile with all his teeth though like <laughs> but anyway we're no, supposed my... to be congratulating little baby <laughs> my friend was like yeah he shot or he killed somebody in walmart because he rolled up on him and his baby mama and baby and he yeah. got acquitted yeah like, okay well i put the baby and put it in the notes <laughs> we love the baby <laughs> Baby, you, you the realist. <laughs> Anyways, um, so best male hip hop artist went to Nipsey Hussle. Best female hip hop artist went to Cardi B. Video of the year was Childish Gambino, which is This Is America, which again, no complaints. I loved his little ads yeah. and his like Confederate. Video director of the year, Kadena uh, Karina Evans. Not sure who she is or what she did. And then <laughs> album of the year was Invasion of Privacy with Cardi B. Which again, how are you just gonna keep shunning the Carters? They are the Carters. <laughs> a billion dollars on the elevator. Now anyway. listen, I'm gonna tell you when I saw this list, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, I was about to say I'm surprised Astro World didn't win, but I'm not because Sicko Mode is probably the only song I listen to off of there. And in all honesty, it sounds the album sounds like one long song. But I'm gonna tell you what's a good album. Last uh, Ella- should- Oh. <laughs> what? No. Ella May. Her album was a good album. Like I skipped that song with her and Chris Brown, but other than that, it's a good it's got a good R and B like you don't have too many albums to come out now that has a good R and B feel. And it's a nice blend between like newer artists, but that nineties sound kinda too. It was really good. It was really good. Alright. So sports one of the year was Serena Williams, which Serena Williams. Um Doesn't she win every year? Probably. <laughs> um I think she wins like every year. I would have been okay with Naomi or Simone as well. Um right. especially because of Simone because of the stand she's taking in American gymnastics. I think she yeah. should. But anyway, sportsman of the year was Steph Curry. I really did prefer LeBron. <laughs> um bt her award was her hard place bobby jones i was really excited that snoop dogg won a gospel award because this gospel album was good it was just long so i haven't listened to the whole thing yet. i haven't either but it's really good it's it's been winning yeah, like when he gave us like the little sneak peek of like 12 tracks <laughs> i like those 12 tracks <laughs> i would listen to all 22 uh, best international <laughs> act was Burner Boy from Nigeria. What was weird was after that was best new international act, and they stopped mentioning the countries or in Africa. So they were like, somebody was from UK, two people were from well, two people were from UK, two people were from France, two people were from Africa. Africa is not a country, <laughs> and if you can split out countries for best international act, why could you not split out new international act? Um, it's just my pet peeve like don't say you're trying to go yeah please tell me where in africa don't say what oh that's that's a pet peeve of yours (laughs) it's a pet peeve of mine when people speak on africa as a country or when they refer to it as a country but if someone says i want to go to africa that doesn't bother me as much because i know i've said i want to visit europe and i i I do want to visit europe and i i haven't you know, so that doesn't bother me as much. And I guess, like, I, I'm i kind of like you. Like, if you took the time <laughs> to sort it out in the first category, why would you not in the, in the second <laughs> one? Like, that's lazy on somebody's part. Yeah. And then the viewer's choice was LMA trip. Yeah. So that was a cute little thing. A thing that happened. Um, so that kind of gives us a good... Sorry, shit. We got one stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, this is Tierra Marie. She did something else in life that was important, but now she um got busted for driving a drunk. You didn't read my title. You said Tierra needs a sponsor, but because that's my favorite song of hers. I got myself a sponsor. A. And all my ladies say, the go, go, go say, hey, 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 say, hey, hey. 
but now she needs a AA sponsor. <laughs> that is not funny, and I am sorry. I apologize that it's not funny. I'm like, but she's out here with three wheels on her car running for the police. It really hurts me. It really does to see her spiral because she's mm-hmm. so talented. She's so talented. Three wheels on her 2014 Dodge Charger. And you know that 50 has something to say about it. No, of course he did. I'm tired of fucking. <laughs> I'm so tired of him. But, um, I know, right? So hopefully she'll turn her life around. Probably, hopefully, add that tire back. I don't even know. Like, how does your car even lose a so tire? So, when I saw the headline, I thought they meant she was driving like with three regular tires and then the little tire. Yeah. But, Ain't no tire. But, it is like popped off. But how do you keep driving with no tire? <laughs> the next level nigga shit that I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, they mean the little tire. And then I read, and it's like, no, no tire. <laughs> like, I've uh, been on a um, break, but with no tire. <laughs> oh, well. The next one, I don't appreciate. Because <laughs> you said, safe and sanitary in in parentheses watch the video doing first of all if you only provide me the video i'm gonna watch the video <laughs> so don't do me ow but, um, <laughs> so basically this the worst lawyer in the world that i have ever seen in the world she worked for the trump administration of course but she tried to argue that um detained children don't need soap toothbrushes or beds to be safe and sanitary and all of these well-educated judges were like, how the fuck does that not mean safe and sanitary? <laughs> and she's like, well, I guess, like, I think, well, I think, I'm like, first of all, you're a lawyer. Why are you saying You are the worst lawyer ever. Like, your point is trash, but you can't even prove your yeah. own point. You're trash. Like, well, I guess, well, I mean, like, I think, well, like, maybe it was like, bitch, you can't even, did you practice? that was awful and the questions that they proposed to her were simple right and they were questions that she should have anticipated it was crazy but i think to i guess the greater point was how the hell come on like you're not gonna give people so and like the one judge was like it doesn't have to be designer soap right i just think Oh, right. Like, how do you, how do you how can you say something that's sanitary and no soap? no soap or toothbrush? No toothbrush, no soap, but it's sanitary. And I couldn't help when I watched that clip. I couldn't help but think that's why y'all asses had the black plague right there. <laughs> that's why nasty ass. <laughs> that, was just, that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, anyway, like, thank you for watching the video, Doyen. <laughs> I'm so offended because I was like, literally, there's nothing else for me to do but watch the video. I don't know. I sent you a freaking Instagram yeah. post with the video. Listen, and you didn't watch the video. Instagram posts to have three slides. If it has more than three, I don't expect it. I don't watch it. So <laughs> you should have picked a shorter slide for me. Anyway, <laughs> oh. uh, lastly, um, I 
hate Cam Newton. I'm just going to say it as a Mississippi State fan. <laughs> I've always hated that guy. Um, I hope he gets in the most cramped airline seat he can ever get in. But he offered somebody $1,500 to Tracy. Already, he had like a lot of leg room, but he wanted even more leg room. And the person was like, nah. <laughs> he was like, how, how tall are you? <laughs> like, when I read that, I don't know how I would respond because my knee-jerk reaction would be like, okay. <laughs> but then also, like, I would be offended that you feel like you can just throw some money at me. Right. And that ain't even a lot of money. <laughs> like, you would throw some money at me and I'm going to get up and move. $1,500 is important, but also I hate. I, would, I mean, my five four ass would be sitting legs stretched, like laying in the seat bottom floor because I don't yeah. even need all that footwork. In fact, I got, um extra leg room one day, one year. I think on my flight back from my birthday trip. And I was like, why the fuck would I buy this shit? Like, <laughs> I don't need extra leg room, like, at all. Like, my legs are not that long. <laughs> Listen, I have my standards, and I don't like people thinking they can throw money at me for shit, but, but uh, I probably would have took it. <laughs> I probably been like, sure. Like, you want to sit in my lap? <laughs> I'm going to get that $1,500, but I'm going to talk shit about you still. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a tweet about like, it. Do money at me like Auburn threw money at you. You didn't come to state, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's okay. I'm gonna get past, past it eventually. Okay, so we're gonna move along to our someone something. In addition to being the um, blessed month of cancer season, um, June is also <laughs> Black Music Month. And so we just want to take a moment just to like celebrate that and recognize that. So it basically, um, I think it started out in the 1970s, maybe 88, sometime. Anyways, so it started off with Jimmy Carter actually sanctioned and Black Music Month. But for some reason, I think the way he did it, it wasn't officially sanctioned until when Bill Clinton was president. So um, it was just super exciting. Somebody lobbied and had it become Black Music Month. And it's just a great time to think about Black music and all the great things we do. Particularly, I want to celebrate Trina and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Join me together after probably <laughs> Remy dragged them. Because, you know, Nicki really hasn't had, like, a hit since Remy dragged her. But <laughs> they joined together to give me baps. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, Trina and Nikki have worked together plenty of times and that's one thing I like about Trina. Like, it's like we go join together on our whole shit. <laughs> Trina don't have a problem with nobody. Like, she yeah. loves all the girls. All the girls love her. You've never heard of Trina in some mess. Yeah. Like, she 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 loves everybody. So that's one thing I like about her. And I like that the, with the song, like, making, doing the little melody thing with your voice, like, that's something that Nikki's really good at. Yeah. Like, I like her in this song better than I do 
Megatron. Yeah. Only thing I like about Megatron is when it starts off because I love that. that, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was so happy to hear. I felt like I didn't, I hadn't had my summer jam yet. So hearing that was like, it's time. Postseason has begun. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be the hoe because I'm in a relationship still. (laughs) Still, listen, it's hot girl summer, okay? Suns out, buns out. Like, I felt like my hot girl summer had begun listening to that song. Thank you for <laughs> making Black Music Month <laughs> special for me, Trina and Nikki. Uh, overall, um, share with us on the pod just some Black Music Month jams that you want to listen to. Maybe we'll make a playlist. I started trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started trying to make like. they. I, I don't know if this was done through the museum but like those little prompts they have for every day yeah. of the month like your song for what but i got into it too late but i but also <laughs> some of those were hard like it was hard for me to narrow yeah. down like what song for this and what song for that the hardest but, thing for me is like if you ask me what my favorite thing is i'm like i like so many things that it's hard for me to pick like one right but, like i can say like you know, these are some of my favorite songs, but I was gonna ask, know. like, what was our favorite black ass song? And I was like, you know what? I can't even answer that. I don't even know, man. But in I don't even know. Present part of my life, I really identify with Still Fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do pay my rent. It's just sometimes, like, between paychecks, are we going out? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> I'm glad that we have a Black Music Month. I think more should be done. Of course, I mean, it's like, it's like everything else. Mm-hmm. More should be done to celebrate Black music because we started all this shit. Right. So. We did it. The Genesis. <sighs> so we're going to move along to our Poor Life Decision of the Week. <laughs> so when I was at brunch with my friends, we were talking about... So one of my friends is like about a year older than me and um, her girlfriend's a year younger than me. So she is about to turn 30 and we're talking about being 30 and how we love being 30. And it's like when you're 30, sometimes you just like saying no. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, like when you're 20, it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because other people want me to when you turn 30 you're like no and that's a complete sentence and that's it so on the other side i feel like sometimes we need to say yes (laughs) and so this week we're going to talk about nine reasons why saying yes will change your life change my life (laughs) sorry i thought you needed intro music (laughs) <laughs> um, so it is very important that we we do say no we do set boundaries but yes has a magic within it so often we are afraid of life we fear failure we anticipate the worst we don't know what to expect and so there's times when we just need to say yes <laughs> and it's important so the first reason why they say 
we need to say yes is you block the miracle if you don't. So opportunity sometimes knocks gently and does not wait for perfect timing. The truth is there is no perfect timing. It's funny enough, I've been talking to my friends about like having kids and I'm like, the more that I think about it, the more I have anxiety about how much they cost and the things we're going to have to do to take care of the kids. I'm like, you know what? Uh, pregnancy is just going to have to sneak up on me. <laughs> I'm never going to be ready for it. <laughs> like mentally. I mean, pregnancy is sneaky bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, once we get married, I'm like, you know what? Just I don't care. Just, it's going to have to sneak up. <laughs> You know, what did you think about the first one? I felt like I related this one personally to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because in the article where it mentioned um, about, like, if you don't know how to do something, still say yes and then learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they started talking about this, about, you know, don't block your miracle. (sighs) I'm not going to get emotional on your asses, (laughs) but... But when it came to doing the podcast, I had been wanting to do a podcast since like 0809. And I had been dragging my feet with it because, you know, whatever. And then along comes Toyin. And not only did I say yes to doing the podcast, but also said yes to like producing and editing. And I absolutely <laughs> had no idea how to do any of those things. <laughs> But I got on YouTube and I learned and now I feel like I'm ready to work on somebody's mixtape. So it's like, you know, this is a blessing. I really enjoy doing it. And I mean, I think if I keep sharpening my skills, I could even, you know, learn to do this for other people as far as like the mixing and mastering. So so when I first saw this, I thought, Doyen is not going to try to shade me because I love to say no. But when I read the article, when I read the article, I was like, oh, no, this is not coming from that place. Because this is not a say, I say no because I don't want to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Not because, okay, sometimes it is because I'm afraid. But (laughs) not because, not, I don't, like, if, if there's something that I don't know how to do, but I feel like I can learn, and I typically feel I can learn most things, then I'm like, okay. That's how I felt with the blocking. Like, if you don't, you'll block your miracle. I thought, what if I said no to the show? I would be blocking my miracle. <laughs> so the next one was, there are an infinite number of reasons to say no, but something is stirring the yes within you. Uh-huh. So it says, you know, for something to be a question mark, a very considered decision, something often deep inside of us is saying yes. I know it should be clear and obvious. Pay attention to that little cheerleader for the rest. Yes, for a while. Listen to what it has to tell you is often correct. That That's enough. <laughs> that's what they said. But um, I don't know if this makes sense or not. But like for me, if something is like if I want to say yes to something, but I have a stirring no inside of me, I will go ahead and say no. But if I want to say no and I have a stirring yes, I don't go with that yes. I'll go with the no. So it's, you know, so that was a good point. Like I never looked at it like that. I guess I always listen to my no more often because I like to be cautious. Yeah. Start listening to that little bitty yes that's like, you can do this. You do want to do this. Um, the next one was someone believes you can. <laughs> 
Uh, as Asha is saying, yes, somewhere is something Belize you can do. I take the opportunity as a compliment and harness the confidence other people have in you. So I have, like, I yeah. wanted to podcast before. Um, once I tried to do it with somebody and I didn't feel like we had the chemistry, a lot of people, like, actually, I tried twice and they didn't really know pop culture like I knew it. So I was like, oh, I feel special. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I believe you could. And um, also, Becca, like, I believed y'all could with me. And I, saying yes to podcasts, you know, was very important and helpful that you actually learned how to edit things. <laughs> One day you're going to listen and believe um, that I believe in you to be a screenwriter. One day you're going to believe that I believe you. One day. <laughs> Thank you for believing in me. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> the next one was, yes, leads to more do- doors. Um, no was often closing the door. She was talking about her husband transferred in New York City. And um, they agree every day that it's the best thing they've done in their lives. So um, a lot of times I know my mentor was like, move to San Francisco. It's like, that's expensive. <laughs> I don't want that. But if I really... <laughs> would be more adamant my yes it's a great place for technology and digital technology and that's where i could have could grow i just yeah i don't want that <laughs> um the next one is opportunities do not always arise again or at least the same ones so again even going to san francisco thing i am a virtually single human so i can move with no yeah. baggage whatsoever <laughs> right now. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, my boyfriend could also move to say, I mean, San Francisco if he wanted to. But there's a lot of decisions now that you can make that yeah. later on you can't. The next one was life is richer, fuller, more vibrant. So when we do say yes, we do more, create more, lift more. The next one was it attracts positivity. So the world is inviting and empowering. It's like saying, world, I got this. And so, um, funny enough, I, I when I read Year of Yes by Shonda, Shonda Ryan, she found just how like energizing and releasing it was to finally no longer say no to everything and open herself to new experiences. How does it attract positivity for you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, well, I guess this really kind of ties into one of the previous ones, but I guess it attracts positivity because I'm really good at saying yes at work or yes to mm-hmm. work type opportunities. And mm-hmm. I think that that's something that people notice. And so you get more things to come your way. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next one is kind of why I um, made you read this article. <laughs> uh, the next one was stretch yourself. So it's why are we all here if not to live the highest, fullest version of our life? By saying yes, we invite possibility into our lives and the ability to learn what we are capable of and just how far we can go. So it's very easy to get into a rut, like go to work, go mm-hmm. home do work the next day and like especially as 
yeah as an adult i feel like it's easy to get into rut to the point where like i have like lost a year of my memory i don't know what happened to it it's just like i don't i don't know how i just lost a year (laughs) so um, (laughs) you know it is important for me to be able to like stretch out and do something different and really just stretch my possibilities because school's not pushing me anymore work is in (laughs) so being able to like step out and do something different is really important i think that's one thing that like you mentioned school like i (laughs) even though i've been out of grad school for a few years now i still Mm -hmm. don't know how to handle having extra time on my hands because i was so used to always (laughs) being in school working more than one job like this is the first time in a long time that i've worked just one job and even even still i actually do still have a couple of other jobs you know i I, I, i'm still at junk still do some supervisory stuff so like i still have another job but it's not a clock in at this day from this time to this time and so Mm -hmm. it's like i didn't know what to do with that time and i don't know like i function better so mm-hmm. anybody who's ever dealt with like anxiety and depression together they are friends mm-hmm. and they like to gang up on you and my mm-hmm. life flows better when things are scheduled and i have to do this at this time because at this time i have something else to do and x y and z so when i have extra time it's like i spaz it's like danger 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 (laughs) like i don't know what to do next so that was one thing that i um learned from my therapist was like i commit well she wants me to move to committing to two social things a weekend i'm like no girl one you know maybe two (laughs) later but one but i give myself only like one weekend a month where i absolutely don't do anything and like she's like that's fine but it doesn't need to exceed one weekend a month and even in that weekend i'll still do stuff but like where i'm not throwing myself into a situation where i'm around a lot of people especially a lot of people i might not know but saying yes to more social invites like and i and i really (laughs) i'm just really fortunate that a lot of times that yes isn't even left up to me because um mm-hmm. my close friends and cousins don't allow me to say no they're just like yeah you're going so <laughs> that's that but you just have to be willing to say first you have to see it so you have to see that okay i do need to say yes more sometimes you don't know when you're a curmudgeon is that how you say it curmudgeon mm-hmm and you need to see okay you know what everything i say is no 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 i need to start saying yeah 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 when it's really no wait that's backwards (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway that's that on that (laughs) yeah i think part of it is like because i don't have that schedule anymore Sometimes it's just like creativity and just doing a different thing every day. But I'm trying to stretch myself. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then the last one was life is short short. Ask not why, but why not? 
So one of the author's favorite quotes from Steve Jobs is, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Did you know the kind of anxiety spiral that will send right. me into? Like, I saw your eyes pop. <laughs> I'm serious because like a lot of nights like, so I'm going to I'm going to have a real moment with you all. Everybody knows that I have trouble sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds crazy, but this is just how it works. A lot of nights I will not go to sleep because I'm afraid to die. And like, does it make a difference? Am I still going to die? Like, if it's my time, it doesn't really matter whether I'm awake or sleeping. Like, I cannot tell you the kind of... When I read that, I thought, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I need to unread that. I do not want to think about that. But I do like to keep in mind life is short and and live it to, you know, the fullest. And I've, I've agreed to do some things and to go some places that I wasn't in the space to go to or in the space to do but i knew that those opportunities were like once in a lifetime and then i didn't need to pass this up and so i'll force myself to go ahead and go through with it and do it i know we're really big about protecting ourselves and our space as we grow older but i do encourage you to think about saying yes every once in a while um it could change your life. Also, I love that the author is a confidence coach. <laughs> I did a job as a confidence coach because I feel like I can boost people's confidence. <laughs> Never mind. Yes, I was just thinking about other things. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was a present. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's along to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. It's Doyen's favorite part of the pod. (laughs) Our favorite part of the pod. It is is our favorite part. (laughs) You gonna make me go first? Do you want to start? Okay, mine is simple. (laughs) I am buying a drink. You guessed it. Jameson. <laughs> also, I just want to buy a drink to uh buy a drink also for the I don't know. Do I want to say the show or the cast? Whatever. Pose. Pose is awesome. Y'all watch Pose. Make sure they get Oh, I actually think they did just get renewed for season 3. I think they did. It is awesome. Watch it. It's amazing. It makes me cry every now and again, but it's still good. <laughs> I wish to buy a drink for me. <laughs> Wait. Um, oh. <laughs> Some of my friends think I'm completely ridiculous that I'm so excited about my birth. But I just really like me and the fact that I was born. <laughs> I, I couldn't be here without me (laughs) you would not be here without you (laughs) but yeah i'm just really excited because my birthday's coming up (laughs) and you know what so i want to go back and change my drink because i didn't realize that we won't have another show before your birthday so i'm gonna buy two shots 
for Doyen. Yeah. That's right. Two shots for Doyen. <laughs> Two shots for Patron because Patron is real easy to shoot. I'm about to be 31, ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, I you know I've never been that huge into. I mean, I love my birthday. I've always felt special on my birthday, but I'm like I've never really like you know made a big deal about it. But I'm always so fascinated about people who do, and I always love when people do. Like literally, I just get to have a whole pomp and circumstance about my birthday. And it's I am fascinated <laughs> by it and I love it. So happy birthday, Doyen. Um, so you have made it through another special birthday episode of Poor Like Decisions. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We're gonna have to deal with Doyen all this season. Cause even when her birthday passes, it's still gonna yeah. be cancer season. Um, July sixth is National Fried Chicken Day. <laughs> yeah, cancer season will be a thing. But anyways, I um, think fried chicken was one of the first things we bonded over. Probably. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on my Twitter, I pinned a tweet for like 2014 when I was talking about my fried chicken levels were low, but I drank a whole bottle of wine. But anyways, <laughs> that is my favorite. That's my favorite of your avies. It's the one with you biting into the chicken leg. That is my favorite. <laughs> but not my Abby because Beyonce with the apple and that has to keep me top of mind anyways um, so you can and tell me happy birthday on Twitter at PLDpod yes. you can also tell me happy birthday on Instagram is poor life decision yes you can email me happy birthday at say hi at poor life decision dot com yes and you can buy some merch for Dorian's <laughs> birthday at <laughs> My life decision on Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) We thank y'all. We love y'all. Don't forget to go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Listen to us on whatever platform you will. But leave us a nice review. Leave five stars because the other ones don't work. So you have to leave five. Leave us nice five stars. Give us a nice review. And we'll read your review live on the show. You're famous. I totally have left reviews for shows who said they were going to read them just so I could get ready. Have a good week. Drink some water. It's really hot outside. So it's drink so some hot. <laughs> we love y'all. Take care. Bye. Bye. I curved y'all boys. No disrespect y'all boys. Yeah, I curved y'all boys. No disrespect y'all boys. Into my niggas with bitches that like causing drama. Me and my bad bitches, we like fuck his baby mama. He caught me them Chanel bags, them diamonds, BDS. This is for the ones who happily always tapping me sloppily. It's your money monopoly. 